Domino, Kick-Ass, Milk Wars, and more on today's Tridents and Tracers. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, brand new episode of Tridents and Tracers. We're back better than ever. This is a whole new fucking show. Uh, it's been at least a month, maybe closer to two months since I've done one of these. And the main reasoning is I was trying to figure out exactly what to do with the spinoffs, both uh, noob reviews and Tridents and Tracers. Uh, for now, I don't know if I'll be doing any more noob reviews, so I'm taking what was once noob reviews and Trident Tracers, and I'm just sort of combining them into a newer, bigger, and better show. Uh, so now, uh, Trident Tracers is going to be news, reviews, uh, previews some lists, some ranking, and even some guest spots. Uh, I've already reached out to maybe half a dozen people about uh, future guest spots on the podcast. Uh, And for anyone I haven't reached out to, if you're interested, if you have uh, a specific comic graphic novel that you love, that you would like to talk about with me, or even an interesting conversation related to comic books you'd like to talk about uh just let me know uh i'm i'm looking for more guests uh so yeah this uh this is the new shit as marilyn manson once said and uh as eddie murphy once said my girl wants to party all the time but i guess that doesn't seem too relevant now that i think about it uh we're gonna kick this right off with uh, just jumping into the new format uh, again, now, it, it is news, reviews, previews, lists, that sounds a lot like Jedi Dropouts. I know what you're saying. You're saying, Ryan, it's the same fucking podcast you're already doing. But, it, no, because that one is movies, TV shows, uh, a lot of pop culture. This is strictly comic books. That's all I'm talking about here. Like, I might announce that a comic book has been picked up for a movie or TV show, but I will not ever review that show on here I'm I'm this not what I'm touching on here that shit is saved for Jedi dropouts this is all about the books this is about the ink on the page um so jumping right into it I didn't have uh, a whole lot of reviews prepared for this one and, and let me clarify, it's not going to be reviews in the same way that it was. It's not going to be the, the weekly new issues. Although it might be. If I, if I happen to read a new issue, I will. Uh, but I'm going to be spending a lot more time trying to go back and reading series that I might have missed out on. Uh, so what I have in terms of reviews today is just what I happened to read over the last uh, month or so. Uh, so first up uh, is a little mini-series, four-issue mini-series called Happy by Grant Morrison. And I only knew about this is because because the uh, 
they started the TV show in December on Sci-Fi, starring Christopher Maloney from uh, Law and Order SVU fame and Patton Oswalt. Now, the book itself uh, follows an ex-cop, Nick Sachs, who is a depressed alcoholic hitman for hire, uh, and through a series of events, he uh, he's tracked down and followed by a little girl's imaginary friend that is a blue flying horse named Happy. Uh, sounds pretty ridiculous, but it's actually way, way more violent and fucked up than you would expect. Uh, Nick has to try and save the little girl. She's been kidnapped by a deranged man in a Santa Claus outfit. Uh, it's really fucked up and really fucking good. Uh, it's very much in the same vein as something like Preacher. I mean, it. I wouldn't say it's on the same level as Preacher. Preacher is amazing. But uh, this is my first time reading any Grant Morrison, surprisingly enough. That's that's a big, big void that's that I need to fill in my uh, my comic reading. Uh, but I mean, this makes me want to read more for sure. Uh, great original characters, which I mean, it's it, when you're when you're reading comics and you're and you're uh, introduced to characters outside of the uh, I guess the popular. Uh, general status of characters uh, it's great when when you come across something and the characters just jump off the page and you immediately feel like you know these characters and Nick Sachs is definitely one of them uh, I haven't watched any of the TV show yet but if I do I'll touch on that on a different podcast not this one uh, secondly I read the entire Scott Pilgrim series by Brian Lee O'Malley now, Scott Pilgrim is something I've been a fan of for many a year. Um, I had read the first two volumes back, I want to say 2010, 2011, around about. I think it was 2010. And uh, just prior to the movie coming out. And I love the movie. Uh, I've talked about Edgar Wright many a time on... Jedi Dropouts, but I never got around to finishing the series, and I got the box set last summer for my birthday, so over Christmas I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to finally sit down and read this whole series, and it is so fucking good, like, oh my god, it is, it's got to be one of the greatest comics I've ever read, uh, very, very Canadian, because it all takes place in Toronto, um, and you can tell it was written by a Canadian because it seems uh, genuine enough. And man, it's just so much fun. It's uh, very video game inspired. Uh, great sense of humor. Um, if you don't know the series, it follows uh, Scout Pilgrim, a Canadian, a Toronto musician, uh, plays in the band Sex Babam. He's not 
very good. The band's not very good, and he's kind of a douchebag. Uh, not a very self-aware douchebag. Uh, not not in like a villainous way. Not in a hateable way. But he's not a good guy. Uh, and uh, he falls in love with a girl, Ramona Flowers. And then he finds out that she has seven evil exes he has to defeat in order to continue dating her. And that's the basis of the whole series. He threw out the six volumes, de defeats the seven evil exes. And it's a lot of fun. They turned it into a movie, uh, all six volumes in one movie, which worked out surprisingly well. Um, definitely, definitely recommend Scott Pilgrim. And... Uh, even other works by Brian Lee O'Malley. He's a great, great writer. And now it is time for some news. Uh, all comic book news. Which is something we've touched on once or twice in Jedi Dropouts. But uh, I want to go a little bit deeper. Stuff that we would normally wouldn't touch on. So, first up, uh, not recent news. Uh, broke within the last month or so. But it's big news in the comic book world so I want to touch on it. Conan the Barbarian is finally back at Marvel Comics. A uh, new licensing agreement will start in January 2019 and now Marvel used to publish Conan between 1970 and 2000. 30 fucking years of Conan comics were all released with Marvel. Uh, the license is currently held by Dark Horse, and it's not to say Dark Horse have been doing a bad job. I haven't actually uh, been keeping up on the Dark Horse Conan stuff, but Marvel released this fucking badass teaser art featuring Conan standing on like a, a battlefield side by side with Wolverine and Thor. So I don't know if they're gonna actually bring Conan into the Marvel universe in it, in that way. But that'd be really fucking cool. Even if they don't, um, Marvel will do a great job. But uh, that's it's it's huge news. Had to touch on it. Um, probably my favorite news to break in the comic world is the resurgence of Kickass. Uh, Kickass series from Jesus, almost ten years ago now. Uh, Mark Miller, one of the one, in my opinion, one of the greatest comic writers all time um, and I'm gonna touch on it a little more later when I do the uh, the preview section of, of this episode uh, but Kick-Ass is coming back this year and it's coming back with uh, a new character in the mantle of Kick-Ass uh, Dave Lazuski was the original um, I'll touch on the replacement later on, but Mark Miller said in the news this week, uh, he plans to reboot Kick-Ass again in five years time, which I don't know how people are taking that, I think a lot of people are, are confused as the second iteration of Kick-Ass is not even out yet, um, but he says that he's, he always thought of Kick-Ass as a legacy character in the same way of uh, Doctor Who... Green Lantern, The Flash, James Bond, that sort of thing, and I'm on board for this, because I'm all about legacy characters. I think more characters should do this. I think Marvel should be doing this with 
Captain America, Iron Man. I mean, they should be doing this with Batman more. Because when you pass the mental mantle down, you get uh, you get these great characters you didn't expect to grow on people. Like, uh, like Scott Lang, Ant-Man, or uh, even Batman Beyond. Uh, passing the mantle on is such a cool idea. And I, don't, I just don't know why... Why we have to stick to? I mean, Miles Morales is another example. Like, why? Why does it always have to be Peter Parker? Uh, so I'm on board with this. Uh, if Mark Miller wants to give us a a new character in a kick-ass costume every five fucking years, I am gonna read every issue of that shit. Next in the news, uh, we've got Gail Simone's Crosswind being adapted for a TV show at Sci-Fi. Um, Gail Simone is uh, known as one of the greatest female comic book writers probably all time uh, her first original series with Image Comics Image Comics very near and dear to my heart uh, is Crosswind now as a series about a hitman and a housewife whose bodies are mysteriously swapped it's described as being like Freaky Friday meets Goodfellas. First volume's out. I haven't read any of it, but I'm probably going to have to now. And Gail Simone herself will be writing the pilot. So, sounds pretty fucking good to me. Sci-fi are doing some cool stuff. Lastly, in the news, another series I haven't read any of, but is like at the top of my list. Uh... A little series called Birthright. Again, Image Comics. Uh, it's been announced they're going to be making a Birthright movie adapted by Robert Kirkman of Walking Dead fame over at uh, Universal. So, the series itself is written by Joshua Williamson with art by Andre Bresson. And listen to this premise. Centers around a family devastated by the disappearance of their young son and a year later, a grown man appears, claiming to be their missing child, and saying he's been to another world. So, you've got your uh, classic fantasy series of, you know, a kid being drawn to a different world or a different dimension, and has to grow up and, and be the, the champion or the hero of that world. But we don't see any of that from what I know. You just see the return of that kid as a full-grown man to his world. Um, and this is one... I've heard such good things, and this is one of those series that I just haven't got around to yet. And I, I'm not even sure... I think they're, they're probably like 40-plus issues into this thing. I could be wrong there. I, I know they're, they're a ways in. So, top of my list, and I'm so glad that Image Comics is finally getting more recognition in terms of TV and movie adaptations because Image is doing, in my opinion, the best comics on the market. Okay, so uh, every episode of Tridents and Tracers, from now on, is going to have the news and the uh, reviews, as I already touched on, but also we're going to have a, a main segment which, like I said earlier, could be a guest spot. It could be a, 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 week, a, a list 
uh, a ranking of some sort. But for my first episode of 2018, I'm going to look back on the best comics of 2017 and then look ahead at the the best-looking comics of 2018, which is going to be a much bigger part of the, the episode. Uh, best 2017 is going to be pretty short, I'll be honest, because really most of the comics, uh, the most of the new comics I read, or if not all of the new comics I read, were ones that I reviewed in this podcast. Um, so, uh, I want to give a shout out to Image Comics. Uh, they're, like I said, the best comics going right now. And it specifically, I Hate Fairyland by Scotty Young. Paper Girls by Brian K. Vaughn and Cliff Chang. Shirtless Bear Fighter by Jody LaHoop and Sebastian Gurner. And Redlands by Jordi Belair and Vanessa Del Rey. Those four series were my personal favorites from Image over the last year. All fucking fantastic. All definite recommends. But not the best. Because the single best comic, hands down, I read last year was Tom King's Batman. Uh, specifically, Volume 4, War of the Jokes and Riddles. Yeah, make sure I got the name right. War of Jokes and Riddles. Uh, where you have an all-out war over Gotham between the Joker and his army, and the Riddler and his army, and Batman in between. Batman taking sides. Holy shit. What a fucking comic. I can't recommend it enough. Not just for Batman fans, but just... If you enjoy comics at all, fucking read that shit. So, like I said, uh, best of 27... Uh, sorry, 2017. Uh, pretty short, because... I didn't read that many new comics. Um, and what I did, I reviewed on here. I'm gonna change that this year. I think I think I'll, I'll stick to... Uh, reviewing more older series I'm going back on and uh, keeping the new stuff to myself for future considerations if you will now let's get started on the main area of the episode the best upcoming comics of 2018 and it is a long fucking list because Holy shit, there's, I, I expected to get maybe 5 or 10, and I, I just kept finding shit. Uh, to start things off, a, uh, a prequel series being released 20 years after the original. Uh, Frank Miller is finally following up 300 with, now it's, it's quite the mouthful of a name. Xerxes, The Fall of the House of Darius, and The Rise of Alexander, Issue 1. <sighs> Say that fucking ten times fast. Uh, that's coming out April 4th. Uh, it's a prequel to 300, same comic as the film, if you're familiar. Great comic, by the way. Um, the story focuses on the Persian Emperor Xerxes, setting out to avenge his father's death. I mean, I really enjoyed... Uh, 300, and then Frank Miller uh, is a legend in the comic industry. If you're not familiar with Frank Miller, you should really check out uh, not everything he's done, but most things. 
maybe uh, maybe stay away from uh, Holy Terror. Uh, can't quite recommend that one. Sin City, uh, Dark Knight Returns, Daredevil. I mean, Frank Miller's the guy. Uh, second up, of course, I had to touch on some Archie comics. And my personal favorite line in Archie comics right now is the Archie Horror comics. Uh, currently featuring Afterlife with Archie, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and Jughead the Hunger. Well, they're adding a fourth series, uh, Vampironica. Vamp- Vampironica? I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Uh, Vampironica number one comes out March 14th by Greg and Megan Smallwood, and it's exactly what you think. Uh, Veronica's a vampire. Uh, what more needs to be said? These comics are fucking great. Uh, Archie paired with horror is just a fucking perfect combination. I strongly recommend Afterlife with Archie. And I'll definitely be reading this because I can't stay away from Archie Horror Comics. Now, we're going to get right into Marvel Comics because, I mean, I can't not touch on Marvel. Um, They don't have quite as much going on as DC, and you'll see what I mean in in a little bit. I'm sorry about just how much DC there is, but DC are doing huge things. So Marvel, uh, starting off, we got X-Men Red. Following up on the current series X-Men Blue and X-Men Gold, both fantastic by the way. X-Men Red comes out February 7th, uh, written by Tom Taylor, and features the return of Jean Grey, finally. Um, Jean's team here is interesting. You got Jean Grey, the leader obviously, Um, Namor, the submariner. Nightcrawler, uh, Gentle, the Wakandan mutant, two different variations of Wolverine, not not Logan Wolverine, but Laura and Gabby, who are variations of a of Wolverine that uh, have appeared in recent comics, and a brand new character named Trinary. So, it sounds like a, an interesting mix, and I'm on board, of course. Now, there's a, uh, a Marvel event coming up called it the Infinity Countdown. Nobody really knows what it is yet, but it's Marvel's newest Infinity event. Uh, it's gonna revolve around the Infinity Stones, and the first cover uh, features Wolverine, Gamora, Loki, Adam Warlock, Captain Marvel, and Super Scroll. So, I'm not sure if they're the holders of the Infinity Stones in this series. Uh, it's by Gary... Gary? Yes. No, sorry. It's by Jerry Duggan and Mike Diodato Jr. Uh, February 21st for that one. Uh, this one, there's no official date for yet. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man number 801 is going to be Dan Slott's final issue of Amazing... No official date for this one yet. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 801. This is going to be Dan Slott's final issue of Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, he's been the writer there for 10 fucking years. He's apparently moving on to write Iron Man. Uh, not sure what he has planned for his final arc here, but it's going to be interesting. 
He's been doing great things with Spider-Man. Lastly, the most exciting, in my opinion, uh, Marvel comic coming out this year, Domino is getting a solo series written by Gail fucking Simone. As I mentioned earlier, Gail Simone, one of the greatest female comic writers all time, uh, known for, well, for starters, for uh, writing great female characters, but also for a long run on Deadpool. So, I mean, the combination is perfect there. That comes out in April, uh, April 11th to be exact, and you know it's going to be good. Okay, let's move right on to DC Comics. They have so much going on. Um, just to get this out of the way, I mentioned in uh, a previous Jedi Dropouts episode, Brian Michael Bendis left Marvel for DC last month and uh, still have no word exactly what he's going to be writing. Uh, we know that he ha is cluing up over at Marvel, and he's probably going to have something for DC by the end of the year, I would imagine. I have no idea what he'll be writing, but I can't wait to see it. Um, now, here's the DC event I'm actually really excited for. It's called Milk Wars. Uh, and it's a crossover between Young Animal Comics and the DC Universe. Uh, it's composed of five double-length one-shots, and it tells the story of how both groups, the uh, the heroes from the Young Animal Comics and the Justice League, have to team up to defeat the mysterious group Retco. Uh, it's fucking bizarre. Retco apparently traveled through dimensions to steal and repackage stories, so it's very meta. And their muscle, like their their uh, their brawn they use, is essentially a Justice League ripoff of uh, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, except they're named Milkman Man. <laughs> yeah, I, you heard that right. Wonder Wife and Father Bruce, which is fucking insane. Uh. So the five comics uh, that make up the Milk Wars, we have a JLA Doom Patrol special. Uh, that came out today, actually, January 31st. There's a Mother Panic Batman crossover. There's Shade the Changing Girl Wonder Woman. There's a Cave Carson has a cybernetic eye and Swamp Thing crossover. And then we've got a Doom Patrol JLA, which is the same as the first one but reverse. Uh, dates on those are weekly starting today and they'll clue up February 28th and somewhere amongst the Milk Wars they're going to introduce the new character for the new uh, Young Animal series Eternity Girl uh, don't know much about her yet but uh, I'm on board for anything Young Animal Young Animal is taking DC and making it weird as shit next up we have yet another DC event uh, not the last of the DC events I'm going to talk about today. Uh, it's called The New Age of DC Heroes. And that is a whole new line of uh, brand new superhero comics. Starring mostly newly created heroes. Some of them were introduced over in uh, Dark Knight's Metal. Some of them are brand new and never, never before seen. Some of them you have seen before. 
Uh, I'm not. There's too many to go into detail about every individual comic, so I'm just gonna give you the name, the date, and the writers on these things because there's actually quite a few. Uh, we've got Damage by Tony S. Daniel and Robert Venditti. That's already out. The Silencer by John Romita Jr. and Dan Abnett. That's out now. Uh, Sideways, not the Paul Giamatti movie. Uh, by Kenneth Rockefort, Dan DiDio, and Justin Jordan. That comes out February 14th. The Terrifics by Ivan Reyes and Jeff Lemire. That's February... F- uh, the Terrifics by Ivan Reyes and Jeff Lemire. That's February 28th. Uh, the Immortal Men by Jim Lee and James Tinian the Fourth. Uh, that comes out April 11th. The Curse of Brimstone by Philip Tan and Justin Jordan. That comes out April 4th. Uh, Then we have The Challengers by Andy Kubert and Scott Snyder. We have no date on that one yet. And lastly, we have The Unexpected by Ryan Sook and Steve Orlando. And we also have no date on that one. Uh, I'm really looking forward to Sideways. I think that's going to be the one I hop on. The Terrifics also looks great, but they all look very interesting. Who knows what's going to come out of this. Okay, the last DC event, last DC comic I have to touch on. Uh, For starters, Dark Knight's Metal, the huge DC event that's been going on for a few months now, that's cluing up on March 14th. I haven't read any of it yet. I might just have to fucking binge it. But that's going to lead directly into a four-issue miniseries called No Justice. That's written by Scott Snyder. Um, and apparently in, in this series, Brainiac warns the Justice League of an extinction-level threat they must prepare for somehow. And uh, they end up working with criminals and villains and splitting into four separate Justice Leagues. And they're all uh, very specific, specifically tasked Leagues, and the team-ups here are fucking interesting. Uh, so you got Team Mystery, uh, and that is Martian Manhunter, Sinistro, Starfire, Superman, and Starro, which is a, a weird pick. Uh, team Entropy, we have Lobo, Lex Luthor, Beast Boy, Batman, and Deathstroke. Uh, Team Wonder, of course, Wonder Woman, Raven, Zatanna, Dr. Fate, and Etrican the Demon. And lastly, we have Team Wisdom, which is Cyborg, Harley Quinn, Adam, the Flash, and Robin, which specifically is Damian Wayne. Um, I have no idea what's going to happen here. Uh, I don't know if those four teams are going to get their own comics afterwards. I don't know if they're going to somehow uh, apparently they are going to lead into the new series of justice league comics whatever that ends up being uh that starts on may 9th it's weekly so four weeks straight we're going to get an issue of no justice and i look forward to it and we've got a couple more comics left i saved the ones i am personally the most excited for to touch on last uh first up one i did not know about until like Two days ago, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, Volume 4, The Tempest. 
I fucking love The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. One of my favorite comics all time. Alan Moore and Kevin O'Neill. Apparently this is going to be their retirement project from comics altogether. Uh, I mean, it's sad to see them go, sure, but what a way to go out, right? Uh, one of their one of the most underrated comics. It's going to be a six-issue series, and I am so on board for this. I fucking love League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. If you haven't read it, uh, one of Alan Moore's best, which is a bold statement. Lastly, oh, this is the one uh, from Image Comics. Kick-Ass is back, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, Kick-Ass number one comes out February 14th. Uh, starring the new kick-ass Patience Lee. Uh, she's a black woman in her 30s who served in the military. Uh, Mark Miller, John Romita Jr., of course, are back. And it's the, the new era of kick-ass. Uh, kick-ass is another favorite of mine. And I can't wait for this. And hand-in-hand hand with the new kick-ass, of course, is the new Hit Girl comic. Uh, that comes out one week later, February 21st. Mark Miller, again... With artist Ricardo Lopez Ortiz. Uh, apparently the new Hit Girl seri series will follow Mindy again. As she delivers justice around the world. And the first arc is going to take place in Colombia. Uh, I'm mostly excited to see the second arc of this. Because Kevin Smith is going to write it. And I love Kevin Smith. And I love Hit Girl. It's a uh, fucking match made in heaven. If you're into that kind of thing. Uh... Well, that's all the previews I have for 2018. There are many more comics I didn't touch on. Those are just the ones I think are most exciting. Um, and this is this has been the first uh, episode of the new Tridents and Tracers. Um, this is sort of what you can look forward to, um, I'm going to say, every two weeks. Uh, just to be safe, it could be more often than that if I have free time, uh, but at least every two weeks. And again, I'm looking for guests. I'm going to have guest interviews. Um, I mentioned it earlier, but I will end on that again. If you love comics, if you like comics, if you have something to say about comic books... Uh, or even just a comic. If, if you read one comic once that you liked and you want to talk about it, then come talk about it with me. Uh, just give me a message. Uh, you can contact me uh, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, at, at, on Twitter at Shenanigandoff, on Instagram at CaptainWow44. Uh, you can contact me through the Jedi Dropouts social media pages, however you want. Um, make sure to listen to episodes of Tridents and Tracers, as well as episodes of Jedi Dropouts at www.jedidropouts.podbean.com or on YouTube, Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, uh, wherever the fuck you want to listen to your podcasts. But also... Uh, Go give James a watch over on his YouTube channel. He's doing his series, James is Bad At, currently playing ukulele. Uh, go give him a watch. He's doing some good stuff over there. Uh, and for now, thanks again for listening. Really appreciate all the support. Uh, and that's it. That's a wrap. <laughs>